baby. Will you eat that there snack cracker in your special outfit for me? You're listening to the Baptizer of Bullshit, the Commandant of Crazy, the Maharaja of the Endless Rant. Ladies, if you're ovulating, turn down the volume because listening can make you pregnant. It's the one and only King of the Idiots, the Polish Love Puppet, right here on the KP Podcast. Hey folks, it's your favorite Polish love puppet here, and we're enjoying day one of vacation, and once again I am joined by my partner in crime, the mad scientist Ron Hipple. In Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> Wait are... a minute. No, it's not Dexter's laboratory. It's my laboratory. <laughs> Dexter's a whole other person. We, we call it various things. It's a man cave. It's a bunker. It's yeah, a laboratory. Yeah. Eventually we'll settle on something. A recluse. Place to dive into. We changed up our intro just a little bit. You know, I'm always playing with stuff on this stuff. So, you know, as we're starting out with this, we're just kind of seeing what works and what doesn't work. And well, you know, you know one thing what we was just talking before we got started is why does California suck? Yeah, talk about I mean, something that yeah, doesn't work. Doesn't California. work. It doesn't work. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, what's behind it? I mean, is it? Is that because people are poor? I mean, there's a lot of rich people there. I don't know if money's the big problem, like with I, the homelessness in this. Is it? Is it the? Is it the Congress people, the Senate, the what? I mean, is it that, or are they pocketing the money, living in rich mansions with gated communities, but they don't want a wall and all that kind of crap, or what? But you got that everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's even here. I mean, go to any city. You can go to North Indianapolis, and you're going to see like rich homes and gated communities on and, the north and, side. And it doesn't have to naturally be Democrat to run either. It can be Republican run. It's, we still have this stuff. Oh, I don't know who's running Indianapolis. I was just picking that one by name because I went right, through right, it. Right. Yeah. Um, you go down to Nashville. I mean, you've got nice houses with gated communities, but yeah, there are certain areas like San Francisco whose homeless population is just insane. And crazy insane. I mean, people shitting in the streets. Yeah. Ne- needles everywhere. Well, we've talked about this before. I mean, but yeah, I mean, really, I mean, you can walk anywhere and you got a risk of catching something because you could accidentally get stuck by these things. I mean, who wants that? And it's really horrible because it's like Maxine Waters, that crazy lady Democrat who's always yelling at Trump about everything. Her district's one of the worst in the country. And it's her district. This is on her now. This is not yeah. Trump doing this. This is her. And the sidewalks are just full of, you know, homeless bodies and tents and people just shitting on the sidewalks and, and needles. And, and the thing over there, she don't even live in this district. She lives outside that district in, a, like you said, a gated community of her yeah. own. And, you know, hey, we don't want nobody. Oh, did you see the video where her opponent had put that out? What was it? Uh, no, her, the guy who's running against her. Oh, running against her. He that, actually, yeah. like, went and filmed her house. He was like, I'm in Maxine's Water. This is her house. Oh, yeah. She that, lives, you know, 13 blocks yeah. outside of her district. She does. Here's her district, and it was just, you know. Pristine, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, but her district is a tent city. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Her, oh, I haven't her, seen that yet. Her, her district is just wow. a, a tent city, man. Yeah. It's just homeless everywhere. Maybe they ought to. <laughs> And, I mean, that's a big thing, and that's a problem, and, you know, Trump references and everything else, but... And they say, oh, it's not true, you don't know what you're talking about. That's out west, one of her cliches, of course. San Francisco's got a real bad issue with their homeless population. It is I mean, enormous. Who, do you, who, 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 who takes care of all this? I mean... Hello, ma'am. I'm working to clean up the neighborhood from parasites. Do you mind if I take a quick look around your house? I'm afraid you may have hippies. Do they 
regularly clean the streets? Nobody's or, taking care of it out there. From what I understand, nobody's doing anything. I mean, that's, you, that's the problem. I'm like, there's nobody taking care of anything. Got a bebop between shit paws, you know. I mean, you got teenage beep, beep. kids that are out on the streets and you know out there in San Francisco, and I'm just curious doing. about what the old uh, the overdose rate is out there, you know, how many people are actually overdosing and dying from it. You know, they always talk about, oh, this opioid problem. Oh, you well, know it's high. It's I mean, the why homeless. do they allow this? And the they homeless, got money. I mean, In the homeless community, overdose issues are always high. I remember when I used to go, when I was down in Louisville, Kentucky, I used to go out into the homeless camps on a Wednesday with some people from a church, and they prayed to them. I didn't pray because I don't believe in it. The day of redemption is at but I went out uh, several times just to be able to see that different side of life and look at people and what they were living in and the filth and the disgusting matters and how they were trying to get by. Right. I mean, we got a lot of homeless in Louisville. I mean, and I've then, seen it myself. You know, Washington, D.C. is real bad. Wow. I mean, our oh, That would be a place you wouldn't think that would be. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd think they wouldn't allow that. I mean, come on. That's oh. our, it should be the main major thing for America. No, 10 blocks down from the White House, you got 10 cities. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I mean, D.C.'s real bad right there by Baltimore. What is that, 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue? Yeah. <laughs> address area? That, that that house is occupied. It's it's not homeless. Damn. <laughs> but out west, man, it's just it's just another aspect of California Yeah, California, why does it suck so bad? I lived there back when I was about 10 years old, I think, back actually in San Bernardino County. It was called Death Valley, the Devil's Playground. It was a desert and uh I mean, it wasn't that many people there when I lived there. It was just uh, maybe a couple hundred where I was at. It's some little town called Baker, but not Bakersfield, just a little town called Baker, right outside of Barstow in Yermo. And, uh, hell, I mean, I, I didn't see much that I liked about it. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of mountains and a lot of desert, a lot of snakes, a lot of scorpions, a lot of stuff like it. You I've know. never been to California. San Jose, where the men are men, and so are the women. I have. I, it, I mean, I've been all the way to Balboa Beach along the coast. It was okay. I just don't like the ocean. It stinks. To me, it smells. But now yeah. I have no desire to ever go to California. I, I don't either. Uh, at, now, back then, I might have. It was different. Uh, a little cleaner, probably, I'd say. But from what I've seen on pictures on the news, I don't think I want to even try mm, going Go there. to any local news channel in California. Like I said, San Francisco's got the homeless population. Just That is insane. That's, that's what scares me. You know, just that alone is enough to, like, ugh. But the politics in, San, in California are just as crazy as the homeless problems they got going on. Well, I understand it because, one thing, I'm a Second Amendment person, and I believe in that, and they're so against that out there. They don't want you protecting yourself. And I've talked to a lot of people that live out there talking about how it sucks so bad. I mean, I know that's off the, the issue of why, but it is part of why it sucks, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they don't want you to have your guns, but at the same time, they want to make it okay for a 24-year-old to legally fuck a 14-year-old Exactly. Girl. I mean, California is completely fucking backwards. I don't... There's another thing that makes California suck. What the hell are they thinking about letting somebody 10 years younger than you get screwed by somebody 10 years older? And what do you call somebody who's an adult who comes over to meet a child home alone after a sexually explicit conversation. What is that called? They, what the hell? I was reading up on this, and they were trying to attack it as where a lot of homosexual men were getting arrested and put in jail for statutory rape. 
Because they would be like 18, 19 years old. Don't they know to ask the parents for permission? That's still loud. I mean. But with the gay community, you'd have like a lot of 19-year-old men and 17-year-old boyfriends. Just that two-year yeah. age gap. Oh, okay. I see. You know, it's just like if you were a 19-year-old guy and a 17-year-old girl. Right. But out there, in, and also anal sex is against the law in California. Really? Yes. Yeah, oh, come on. I mean, all them gay people out there, and they got that law? Right. So they were Whoa. getting the double whammy. They were getting the sodomy law and yeah. the statutory rape. Yeah. So they were coming up with a law to try to make it okay. Where, well. Well, there once were two cowboys all alone out on the trail. And they discovered they could sleep with another male. Now they're having gay sex. Cowboy gay sex. Sodomy. Come on, everybody. Sodomy. 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 What they ended up doing is making it okay for the 24-year-old person to have sex with the 14-year-old. And it's SB 145, okay? Look it up if you yeah. don't believe me. Yeah, it's, it's, that's for real. Look it up. It's California law SB 145 that as long as she is not under 14 or over 16. And this is not a conspiracy theory. That it is in a, no more than 10 years of an age difference that the statutory rape laws are no longer in effect. I mean, so, I, last I heard they were trying to pass it. You know, whether they did or not, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't heard yet. But. You can have a 24-year-old man. Talk your 14-year-old son or daughter. Daughter, either way. Into saying, okay, I'll have sex with you. He tells the girl that he has a very large penis. And then fucking him in the ass. I mean, you're talking about a 24-year-old man. Somebody who could sit down at your kitchen table and drink beer with you. I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. I'd let you in just so I could feel you on top of me. Because, I mean, if you if you waited till you were 20 to have a child and she's 14, that makes you 34. Right. You're right. talking about a guy 10 years younger than you can be having sex with your 14-year-old daughter mm. in California. And, and get away with it. Or son. Mm. Or, or and vice versa for women. You know, you, that 24-year-old teacher now right. can have sex with a 15-year-old well, student. We hear a lot about that going on. You know. yeah, where were these teachers when I was growing I up? I never got none. I, I, had, I mean, I had I had a crush on this one teacher. I don't remember what grade it was. I know it was in grade school, but... Man, I love the hell out of her. She was good looking. I mean, yeah, I can see that happening, but it never happened to me. I never got that lucky. <laughs> uh, but I, I will, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Back in my hippie days, I was, uh, I think, 12 or 13. Yeah, I was like uh, 12 or 13 years old when I first got my first leg. And this was a hippie that did this, though. I mean, she was like 20 some years old. And so this is where it kind of fit into this. But I was the younger one, she was right. the older. Hell, she, I was helping her one day bring her groceries in, and boom, next thing I know, I'm getting learned how to what drugs was. When I was 18, I had a 43-year-old lover. There you go. But I was 18. I was right. at least a you legal was, age. You was at legal age, though. I was already out of high school. I was getting ready to go to college, and she was a stripper. Now, she was as trashy as it gets. <laughs> At the time, that was really fucking cool. Now that I'm 41, the idea of having an 18-year-old girlfriend is disgusting. To it's me. just amazing how the age makes a difference, you know, what you think. You know, like I, back in, I didn't think nothing of it. I for mean, me? 12, 13 years old, hell, I was loving it. To I mean, me? That's, that, that's when you reach puberty, I guess. And Right. I'm at that age, I'm at my parents' age, where I look at an 18-year-old girl, and she, that's just somebody's baby. She's got to be somebody's baby. 
Mm. So, and an 18-year-old girl, the idea of having sex with an 18-year-old girl at the age of 41, it's, it's disgusting to me. I was now, new to all this. I mean, like I said, I learned how to do acid, smoke pot. But like I said, at 18. All that kind of stuff. And I mean, like, I didn't know what I was doing. At 18, I loved so, having an older woman. If somebody had caught this woman, she would have probably went to prison for the rest of her damn life. I mean, for doing no, yours. Yeah, when that happened to me, you know. Oh, I was just thinking of Pam, my 43-year-old. Oh, yeah. Friend. Well, same thing. I mean, almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you was just a little bit younger. I mean, just yep. that one little bit of age difference. Even then, but looking at it now from being 41, Twerp. it just seems like it's just wrong. I mean, the idea of being 41 and having a lover that's, you know, 25 years younger just seems weird. But, hey, when well, you know, when I'm your age, the idea of having like a 30-year-old chick might sound really appealing. But, uh, you know, I, I know it's easy for us just to sit there and bitch about the homelessness in California and, you know, them legalizing fucking rape in California. But uh, you've got, like, a list over there of, like, what, 50 reasons that California sucks? Oh, it sucks. I mean, we got, I mean, there's actually 75, but I want to take the top 50 here because it's really interesting. Yeah. Let's not do all top 50. That'll right. We'll just do, take maybe the top 10 or less or something. Let's read off a few, few and see what we well, can. Well, here's one. How about health care? That's the main issue everybody's talking about. Why is the health care so bad? Well. California has the worst health care system in the country. It occurred because the illegals using the health care and not paying for insurance or services. Hospitals are closing down and increasing costs onto the providers. So there, there's one thing that makes California really suck. Everybody's you know wants to have some kind of health care, but I would imagine they have a ton of hospitals since they have some such a large population. You would think. I mean, San Francisco, San Jose, Los Angeles, Sacramento, Oakland. All of Southern California is really populated, so I can imagine them having a ton of hospitals. And if they're shutting down, then that's a problem. What's another one? Well, number 21 on the list is that since 2007, the number of children living in Providence State has increasingly steadily increasing. Yeah, I mean, that leads right back into the whole fucking homeless issue yeah, in California. Yeah, homeless, exactly. I mean, you've got such a, you know, and hey, you know, Congratulations on sticking with the fucking Democrats, people, because they don't want to keep running into the ground on this over and over. Doesn't matter. You just always go right back to the Democrat. And right behind it, which is number 22 on the list, is sadly an astounding 58.6% of all students attending California public schools now qualify for free or reduced school lunches. To qualify, the family income must fall below 185% of the property line. Yeah. Before they can get it. Uh, just, I mean, you I know. Mean, is that fair? For people talk about if Californians are going to succeed, that we shouldn't want it because they would take away, you know, like 38% of our entire GDP as a country. And what our economy would just crumble under California. And if California has all these jobs and all this income and all this money going on, why do they have problems like that right there? Why is 57% of the students in public schools needing to fucking have free lunches? Well, it could be because of number 25 on the list. The operating costs in California businesses are 23% higher than the national average. That could have something to do with it. What was that one? Uh, 23% higher than the national average here for businesses to operate in California. No operating costs. So, so it's, it like, makes them like, you know, you tax them to death, they want to leave them go somewhere else where it's cheaper. Is it the taxes that they're talking about? Like corporate well, taxes and all it that? It could be uh, the operating cost, actually, not taxes, but the cost of operating a business there is way higher than anywhere else. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, it says here, uh, the state of California had the worst small business failure rate in year 2010, 
it was 69% higher than the national average. They also have four out of the five cities in the category of top five worst places for small businesses. So this was 10 years ago. Right. This is 10 years. I mean, you can imagine what it's like now because it's gotten worse. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm looking yeah. at California. It sucks. Now, I mean. like, <laughs> so we've got stuff that was going on over 10 years ago that was affecting California's free fall into being a third world country. And, of course, this goes back to number 27. California has the third highest homelessness rate, which is, is the number of homeless was 367 per 100,000. So really, really good, interesting, funny ones there that, oh, let's see that you wouldn't expect really just funny. to hear. Just something that sounds abnormal. Uh, well, traffic around the big cities ranks first and third worst in the nation. That could be kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> People I mean, are stupid. I've, I've seen L.A. traffic on TV, and it looks atrocious. Yeah. I could not imagine fucking trying to drive on fucking it, L.A. freeway. It looks like it's saying Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Oakland are the, you know, most craziest ones, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it on TV, and again, it's just another reason I never want to go to California. Just the entire state just fucking sucks. There's no, there's no appeal anymore to California. There's no charm. Oh, here's something that's funny. California is lawsuit happy. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's funny. Well, there's Kinda. money. There's money yeah, to be found. All kinds of money. You know, if, if that's where all the rich people are going to live, that's where your lawyers are going to be. They have three of the top ten worst violent cities in the United States. That's not really funny, but oh, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. No, I mean, they're Democrat cities turn to tend to be violent. Oh, here's something funny: California doesn't respect the rights of parents. Hmm, uh, that's real funny. Uh, the absolute insane California state legislator. Oh, Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown. Oh, congratulations. Well, you wanted something funny. <laughs> congratulations, Jerry Brown. Wildfires, most lies, and pending giant earthquakes. Well, that's not real funny. Let's see. Uh, 1.5 out of 10 drivers in the state do not have car insurance. Yeah. Ooh, that's not funny at all. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely not funny, but it's just, a, you know, you know, like I was saying. Oh, first, here's something funny. Illegals uh, control the state. Well, we knew that. <laughs> I mean, double-digit billions of dollars go to legal immigrant aid-related expenses, such as housing, K-12 schooling, uh, English supplemental courses, free college for the undocumented, uh, health care, etc. That sounds like a good topic to segue into a break here is illegal immigration. This portion of the show is being brought to you by our mystery sponsor, a product that is so good that they're paying us to keep anyone from associating it with this program. Listen, ladies, if you want to keep your job, you got to start yanking my balls at least three times a day. All right, now this cream needs to go around your butthole, but this cream needs to go in your butthole. What? Introducing the pen curder. It looks like a pen, but it's actually a recorder. And be careful not to mix the creams or else you'll get a terrible rash. It also works as a pen. What I'm about to say is very incriminating, so please don't write it down. Expose your racist boss. I'm very racist towards the Eskimo people. It records up to 25 hours on a personal computer or an Apple Macintosh. I've also refilled your weekly prescription of Cialis, Viagra, and Extends. All right, everyone. Welcome to health class. Our first lesson's going to be all about the penis. Notice the irregular curvature of my penis. Hey, hey, Grandma, can you just die already so I can have my own room? What do you say we get out of here? <laughs> so long as you don't record me. Oh, oh yeah. Why do you still have a pen in your hand? Oh. Buy the pen quarter today. But wait, 
double offer, we're also going to throw in a playback pally, which is just like the pen quarter, except it's not a pen. So I walked into his office and saw his two little secretaries in there yanking on his balls super hard like they were ringing a bell. And we're coming back off the break here, and uh, look out, so before we went to the break, uh, we were kind of touching in on illegal immigration, which is another hot-button topic, and, you know, we're going to have to come up with a list of the seven deadly topics. Oh, illegal uh, aliens. I mean, immigrants. I'm sorry. I I think the illegal immigration would be on there with, like, abortion and guns. Yeah. I think it'd be one of the seven uh, deadly topics. I'll take. I'll go ahead and say outright, and I mean, you probably are. If you're listening to the Love Puppet Nation, you already know where I stand on this. I am not pro illegal immigrant. No, I think you should get here like everybody else. They deserve coming here legally the right way, you know. And even those who got here illegally say that's the way to get here. They don't. They don't even approve the illegals jumping the fence or the wall or whatever, you know, to get here. Build that wall. Build that wall. 500 miles have been made. So far. No, I don't even know something how many like miles. That. It's like 500 miles or something, but... 700, 500, something like it. It's way up I there. am not... I, do, I don't support illegal immigration at all. I don't support them getting free health care. I don't support them getting free public education. No. I don't f- support the illegals getting, you know, anything that's under the U.S. Constitution. Well, it's for not fair to the rest of us. Right. I mean, you know, the ones that got here the legal way, and they work hard to get here. They had to remember things. They got to take tests. They got to take their shots. They got to do a lot of things just to, they got to have money. And when we catch them, and I support ICE. I support our customs agent. And and they're always bullhorning them like, ah, it's not right. It's not right. You can't do that to them. They're immigrants. They they want to get here. They're having hardships. They got to. You know, you don't know what their life's like. Well, it oh, may be true. It's people like AOC that come out there and say, well, they're just human beings. And that it doesn't matter true. what side of the invisible line that they're but on. But there's still a legal way to this country. You go to another country, I guarantee, because I've been across the the, uh, the world, and no matter what country you go to, you've got a certain amount of time to be legal there. But right. through visas of different types. And I got caught. Two days over my visa, and I had to pay a fine for those two days. It was very expensive. There's a lot of I could have been locked up for five years had I not paid that. There's many countries in the world that you just can't go to. You can't. I mean, or or to get into, you have to jump through a ton of loopholes. Our immigration laws are very lax globally. Exactly. I mean, like I said, try going to another country. These people want to talk socialism. Go to a socialist country and try to live. I mean, I I support ICE. I mean, I you know, once we catch them, deport them. You know, not just catch and release and just right. right back on the street. No, yeah. send them right back send across them the back fucking border. They, you know, make them work for it. And you know. I don't mean this just toward Latinos and Mexicans. Because right. if you're any illegal any. in this country from Norway, then get the fuck back out. Any country. It don't matter what country. I mean. don't care if you're from Germany, France, right. Norway. I don't care if you're from a white country, Asian country, Latino country. If you're not North here Pole, legally, South Pole, wherever. If you're not here legally, get the hell out. You know, We've got right. enough problems taking care of our own damn citizens. And like I said, uh, immigrants that got here legally say that that's the right way to do it anyway. And you would think they would know best. I mean, they got here the right way. I got a brother who married into a family who's... Uh, now, his wife was born here, but his father-in-law and mother-in-law, they actually came from overseas. They came from Europe, but they came through and did it the right way. They didn't sneak in and come in illegally. Right. I tried to marry a girl in another country, which I did marry her. And to get her here, I still can't get her here because of the laws of their country. They have to have so much money in the bank. 
before they can come here. Plus, I have to put up a whole bunch of other money just in case they don't want to be here. Once they do get here, they have a way back. There's a whole lot of things that you don't see that has to happen before you get that person here. And I mean, you'll get this liberal argument that, well, a lot of people just don't have that kind of time. Well, that's not our fucking problem. No. Not we not. got homeless vets in the street. We've got homeless children Let's in the street. Let's take our country first, then talk about this other shit. Take care of ours. And then if we can get that handled, if we can take care of our own and we don't have homeless vets, then yeah, maybe we can lend you a hand and take right. care of some of your problems. Right. Help out. But the problem is we can't take care of y'all's fucking problems. We can't even take care of our own problems here. Right. We've got I mean, too much shit going on in our own country as it is. Like we were talking earlier about homelessness. Let's take care of that. Let's take care of, like I said, the veterans. I mean, look how shitty they've been treated for a long time. Right. And, you know, liberals don't even like them. I, mean, we don't I hate ha- to say that, but that's the truth. We don't have the resources to take care of the whole damn world. No. And all the world. We can't problems. police the whole world. That makes me happy that we're across the Atlantic from... It America. would be so great if we was able to do that. I mean, yeah, you know. Can you imagine if it wasn't just one border with Mexico, but if we were like Europe and we had like seven countries touching us? Oh, Lord, boy, we'd have some troubles, boy. Ooh, I mean, let's wee. take a look at Canada. You don't see this mass immigration of Canadians coming no. in here and fucking shit up. No. You don't even see a lot of people going to California, even though they threaten to go there because they don't like America. But yeah. no, they're still here. There's a lot of Canadians that, you know, and it's a little more socialist up there than we are. And they're fine with staying there because they're like, eh, United States has got some problems. We don't want to go down there, eh? So, and then you got a lot of people in Mexico that they're like, eh, see if we can just get these, oh, shit, United States are going crazy, home, they go loco. Yeah, you see, senor. And I'm just, but yeah. we've got too many problems of our own. We need to stop. And I'm them. not saying that to be like, rah, rah, American, rah, rah, white power. It's none of that shit. No. I'm just like, we've got starving children of our own that we can't take care of. I think a majority of Americans have gotten over this uh KKK crap and stuff like that. I mean, it's not oh, near as bad as they say it is. Those far right wing cousin fuckers. They're, yeah, cousin fuckers. They get go. together and rabble, 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 and they make some noise and then they I go. Mean, the yeah, fuck we got away. some out there, but it's not like they're putting up. They, it's, it's not the 1920s. It's, right. It, we're not back in the 50s or the 40s, the 60s, whatever, you know, when it was really bad. The 1920s was pretty bad. Yeah, those were, I mean, pretty sure they was. I mean, but with the illegal immigration, I don't care if, you know, if you come through the system the right way. And, and I understand that there's a lot of problems in the, you know, Latin countries, mm-hmm. Nicaragua and Panama. And they're all trying to get up through Mexico. And Mexico don't want to deal with that shit either. So they're just like going up to the border. But really, we got to close that motherfucker. And, and you see why California sucks. I mean, that's just one another one of the things. Another thing, you know, businesses can't are having a hard time striving out there to make it. I mean, especially little mom and pop shops. I mean, they just go under super quick. They can't, can't. They can't afford nothing. You can't fix poverty in Arizona, New Mexico, and California by bringing in yeah. more poor poverty people. Right. At some point, you got to put the cap and be like, all right, we've got too many poor people. We can't take any. Government keeps sponsoring some more. You know, here, here, here's some money. Here. You know, I'm not go buy you a new car. I'm not going all Donald Trump and saying that they're mean and they're rapists and they're killers and they're nasty. Because like, yeah, some some are, but we got those motherfuckers yeah. here just the same. Evil right. is evil everywhere. Yeah, it's it's pretty much equal. Though. But as far as the problems with the illegal immigration is, I'm like, you know, you can't be sliding through the fucking cracks. I'm like, we can't mm-hmm. have it anymore. We've got too many problems to take care of on our own. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I mean sorry. Putting the bill to you know, if you're listening, taxpayers and stuff, you know, hell, we're, we're so much. I mean, look how many taxes we pay. We got to pay fees, taxes, uh, 
taxes on top of taxes, tax something that's already been taxed and taxed again. I mean, I don't, I, I'm I not going to give some examples, but people know what I'm talking about. I remember back in like 1996 when American History X came out and they had that big racist movie scene where they were in the parking lot. But even like back in 96, 97, I started looking up statistics and it was back then running like $370 million to take care of just illegals in the state of California. And that was 20 years ago. Wow, can you imagine what it is now? Oh, it's over a billion dollars. No wonder Nancy Pelosi wants all that money. I mean, you're talking billions yeah. of dollars that we have to spend taking care of. That's another thing that, that don't have any rights to be here. And that's, <laughs> I mean, and I'm sorry people are like, oh, well, you're only saying that because they're not white coming over. The right. reason they're not white coming over is because we're not in Europe attached to 17 other countries. Right. If we were attached to France and Belgium and Germany and Liechtenstein and they were all on our borders, we would have more motherfuckers coming I over. I just wish they quit putting a color in front of everything, you know. Because we've got more freedoms here than anywhere in the world, and that's why people want to come here. Right. But we've I mean, got to be able to take care of our own. Why would so many people want to come here if America is so bad? I mean, I've heard this over and over and over and time again and time again, y'all. Because say, oh, every, America is so bad, but why so many people want it's here? It's because nobody wants to look around the world at anything else. Right. They just want to see it through their own little point of view that, oh, well, America sucks because bad shit's happening to people right here. But I don't believe that. I mean, a lot of the bad I know shit, they say this, but... A lot of the mm. bad shit that happens here would be nothing in some of these other countries. Right. I mean... You want to talk about police brutality? Go deal with the police in Sudan. How about now, you crazy Dutch bastard? Oh, yeah. Go deal with the police. Uh, or any know. place over there in that Far East. I mean, you know. I was talking about the right smack in the middle of Africa in Sudan. Oh, oh Sudan. Sudan. Yeah, I, I, I thought you meant over in uh, oh, yeah. the East there. The Sudan, their police department is well known for being corrupt and abusive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they just shoot people just right, on, about right on the spot. Down through there, you know, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, if you, if you don't have the money to pay off a Sudanese officer on the hill, just cap right. right on the side of the road, leave you there for the lions. It kind of reminds me of one country I was in. I always had to pay money to the the officers out there, so they'd leave me alone. You know, uh, you you're you're only American. Certain Americans only allowed certain places over, and in order for you to get to a certain point, you got to give them a little hush money. And they'll look the other way. I had to run into that several times. If I hadn't had a little bit of money on me, I don't know what would have happened. Right. I mean, there's so much shit that goes on. Yeah, and because there's so much more corruption in places that are not here. Yeah, I haven't been overseas, but I've known enough people, and I've met enough people in my life to know that living overseas is just not... There's places overseas you don't want to live. I lived over like a year at one stretch, and I learned that I don't want to go back. I mean, people... As soon as I landed in Minneapolis, Minnesota, that's because I come from Japan to there, to get back home, Soon as I touched down, I actually bent over, kissed the goddamn ground I was walking on. I swear <laughs> to God, I was so glad to be back home. And people don't, I think all these people that shit on America like they're doing need to go over and live like I did for a year and then come back. Oh, I think a lot of people seem to I think change. they need to do this. I didn't have to. I, I was privileged because I went to college and... I did it on an athletic scholarship, and I know amazing because I'm not six foot five and I'm black and playing basketball. But I had an academic, I had a athletic scholarship to college, and some of the people that I shared my housing and dormitory with were from Brazil, and they lived in the slums of Rio, 
And then they come up here and they laugh. And the, what we're talking about ghettos and trailer parks and right. trash. They laughed at that. They said it'd be luxuries for where they came from. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't like it. Over, I mean, there were times I loved it because it was where I went to. It was like being in Hawaii. I mean, it was on an island. Uh, my but, point is that there's places I mean, around the world that are so much worse than anything we've got here. Exactly, and that's what I was getting at. I mean, uh, you've got a lot of freedoms here, and I respect them damn freedoms. I swear I do. I mean. Compared to where I was at, I mean, I, I was always looking over my shoulder for because a lot of Americans are not like where I was at. I mean, you know, we're I was, the only country in the world that has a freedom of speech. Yes, we're the exactly. only one. You got to watch where I was at. You could not say anything. You got to have to constantly watch what you say. Because there was a couple times I had to catch myself because I was so free of saying things over. You can't say things like it over there. You know, like I said, I was in a. Like no, I mean there's Muslim area, and you gotta watch what you say. So there's things over in England, and they Great chop Britain. your head off over, or parts of your body. Well, not over know. in England, Great Britain, but what I'm saying, there's over in England and Great Britain, there's things that you can't talk about. There's things mm-hmm. you can't say. Even there, they don't have the freedom of speech like you do here. No, not nobody at all. does. No, it's and as long different. as you're not making a call to violence, you can say any damn thing you want in this country. And with 2020 being the way it is, you can go out and make calls to violence. Right. Last week, I honored the Carol Baskins Bitch of a Week Award to Stacey Shaw because she was out making a call to violence. Mm-hmm. And I haven't decided who this week's bitch of the week is going to be yet. <laughs> hey, it's not hard to figure that out. I mean, there's a bunch of candidates right now. Well, the mad scientist he he wants to nominate Nancy Pelosi. Oh, every day of the week. And I'm like, that's <laughs> the problem. Nancy's just the easy target for the bitch right of the now. Week. It is, especially since she's holding us hostage right now. So, um, love puppets, if you have any suggestions who you would like to nominate for the Carol Baskins bitch of the week. That we haven't already nominated. <laughs> Send us a message. Hit me up on a KP Love Puppet on Facebook or Love Puppet, L-O-V-E-P-U-P-P-E-T-T at gmail.com. That has two T's, yes. But yeah, if you if, give me a nomination for who you would like to see awarded the Carol Baskins oh, Bitch of the Week. We'd love to review them. And hug. We would touch each other without rubber gloves. Now we stay inside. There ain't nothing going on. Coronavirus showed up, so we can't hug now. Need to buy essentials, but the stores are out. Everybody's freaked out. Face masks everywhere. We We could use a vaccination We got the checks we need Need no new taxation We'll stay home together Uh Uh-huh Eat some snacks with each other Uh Uh-huh Social distancing Just
COVID-19 would just go away. And I can get a haircut and a real entree. Where a waiter comes by, ask you what you'd like to have. When we get past Corona, we can take a flight. Watch passengers go crazy when someone reclines. We'll get back in our car. Finally go to bars or a movie. No more rubber gloves. We can finally hug each other. I have no more excuse not to see my mother. No zooming with each other. Uh-huh. Start to lose all this blubber. Uh-huh. Social distancing. That is where we are. No one in between. Have to stay this far. Stay away from me. If you're not family, or we'll stay quarantined forever. Uh huh. Keep this virus from each other. Uh huh. That is where we are No one in between Have to stay this far Stay away from me Even family Cause we've been quarantined forever Uh-huh I'm so glad for warmer weather That was Steve Stewart. I, I he does, he's got his own uh, YouTube channel where he's been doing some of these coronavirus parodies, and so that's a shout out to that guy. If you want to run over and check him out on YouTube, like I said, his name was Steve Stewart. He does some country versions on these Corona songs, and that's one of the things that's gotten me through this uh, coronavirus situation. Is I love parodies, and there's so many of them out there that I play a lot of them here and there just to throw them in. But I try to give a shout out when I can. Absolutely, but I liked it. But as we were talking, uh, while that was going on, yeah, during the, during that, we was uh, one of the issues that we were wanting to talk about here was a lot of people don't want to touch the subject, but it's the Biden and Hunter issue, uh, the censored story of the de- of the month. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> if whatever. you're if you're not living under a rock, I mean, if you're listening to the Love Puppet podcast, then you probably have heard at least something about the Biden situation. I've even been warned on Facebook already. Not but, to be pop, pop, uh, publishing crap on my uh, political yeah, website. I mean, that Facebook I use. and Twitter don't want the story pushed. The New York Times is, or the New York Post is being censored they, on this. They even said that they'll push it to the lowest level of, you know, being sent out to everybody. And I'm like, what? If, Come on! If the whole story gets to break mainstream right here at the election, it's going to ruin Joe Biden. And he says it's a political stunt that oh, oh, this yeah. didn't happen. Oh, y'all just, you know, trying to keep me from getting voted and stuff. You can hear him. You may, he didn't mind I said them exact words, but you know the meaning. It's another situation where Joe Biden, had, he has no answer and he doesn't want to talk about right. it. And just he hasn't like, really denied everything. Hillary uh, didn't, right out. Hillary didn't want to talk about the emails. And he said, well, the, the, he hasn't denied that was Hunter's hard drive. They haven't denied that. They, in fact, uh, lawyers want the hard drive back. 
He made copies. They made copies, yeah. Yeah. Giuliani was alive. They were talking. He to got him. one he, of them. He gave copies to two friends in case he was murdered. Right. Uh, they exactly said that too. Right. In case he was killed for some or uh, killed. I mean, suicided. And, and if you think that's a big deal, I mean, we're talking I mean, about the presidency. Yeah, the we're United serious States. about this. This is. I mean, this like, is not a joke. It matters. Giuliani said it. There are dangerous people at play here. They are. I mean, uh, Clintons. There, there's a uh, yeah. There's. You know, several thousands of pictures of him with hookers and in bed with him and it's crack not, piping it's not and so much all that. that stuff. It's, it's tying him to Burisma and using Joe Biden as an influence. Right, because his uh, vice presidency, you know. I bet they're going to drop it and it's going to be like a bomb going off that Joe Biden was tied into that. And Joe Biden is going to get tied into using his position as vice president. Yeah, he gets kickbacks from his son from, you know, from what I'm I, I played it on one of the other shows. Uh, there was a sound clip. Where Joe Biden, they put it on the news a lot. Where Joe right. Biden brags about, brags about having, having a prosecutor fired, fired over, yeah, over, and or they wouldn't get the billions of dollars. I mean, I've been hearing this for several months, well, actually, well, over a year now or something. The but. guy he wanted fired, who got fired, was the guy who was looking into Burisma right. as a corrupt company. But he was investigating there. That is the position on that Burisma company that mm-hmm. Joe, that Hunter Biden got. And he brags about it. I mean, and openly then, brags then, about it. And that's just going to lead right into the $1.5 million deal with China. And it's going to, it goes right back into the deal that Hunter Biden got where he got $3.5 million from the Moscow's mayor's wife in right. Russia. And Joe Biden's going to get tied into all this. And all this is going to I don't know nothing about what my son's done. When you tag this onto the fact that they just found Hillary's And emails, you're proving that he did know what was going on? I mean, yeah. I mean, this could tank Joe Biden, folks. If you're a Biden supporter, you really, you probably want this censored. You don't want yeah, free you, speech you, if you're yeah, a Joe Biden supporter. Just right because now. you're Democrat doesn't mean that you have to stay with it. I mean, you can walk away from it. I, I mean, mean, honestly, come if, on. If you are a Joe Biden supporter, then you want this story suppressed, which means you do not want. I know there's good Democrats out there. Walk away from this, please. I mean, come. Yeah. I'm not just saying this for because I'm like I said, I'm an independent. I don't give a shit one way or the other. It's just this is crap. But if you you can't say that you want Biden to be the president if you're going to favor censorship, right? And that's what Facebook and Twitter are in trouble for because they are trying to censor the story. They're trying to they want to let anybody post anything about the news with Hunter Biden. It turns out the FBI has had these hard drive a copy for a of while. the hard drive since 2019. Right. They already knew about this, right? So this was going on. So do you trust the FBI now? I mean, hey, they're not supposed well, to be hurting American public. They're supposed to be helping us. Well, well we were, they've already they've already tied in the FBI to the Russia hoax yeah. and the Clinton, yeah, where she was she perpetrated the entire Russia hoax and Donald Trump's collusion. So, so do we trust the all the alphabet letters out there to the to our welfare? I mean, our safety or I mean, we're talking national security here. So, so the question has come now. I mean, because everybody always says, "Oh, you can't trust the government. You can't trust the government." Well, this kind of adds to it. How much do you trust the government now? I have man, I got mixed feelings about like this. from zero to a hundred percent. And this is for all you love puppets out there. How much do you trust the government with what it tells you? Is it one percent? Is it ten percent? Can you even trust them at all? I mean, I mean, do you trust them at all, or do you trust them a lot? I mean, it might mm. depend on the story, I guess, but or the breaking news coverage. But if as we've seen, they could really just come clean with this. Maybe they would have some credibility to who they are. I mean, 
Part of Obama's legacy has always been he had no major scandals during his administration. That's what he claims. I mean, he always said that. And now we're that. seeing major that he was he knew about the spying on the right. Trump campaign. He knew. I mean, he knew about the Clinton fabrication of the Russia collusion story. And he's out there now promoting Biden and stuff. Now, I mean, what, what? it's not just about what I will do as president. It is also about what you, the people who love this country, the citizens of the United States of America, can do to change it. That's what this election is all about. But now is he got, scared because he's involved? I mean, well, just on the Trump thing alone with the campaign, the Obama administration, Obama and Biden are already tied into that. And now you've got Hunter coming out where Joe Biden using his position. Mm hmm. Joe Biden's completely compromised as presidential candidate. How does Biden have so many million dollar homes or higher much they're worth and on an average salary what a vice president gets? How can he afford all? Well, well, I mean, where's the money coming from? <laughs> Dr. Jill. Oh, uh, so Hunter's paying for all of his bills and stuff. Well, Joe Biden's wife's a doctor. She's brilliant. Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, yeah. she made some money in her life. Well, where's the IRS now on this? I mean, I mean, everybody in Congress makes money. Right, but it's, this is ridiculous money. Yeah, this but the situation with Hunter, I mean, that's it's putting Joe right under the bus because, and like I said before, I did not like Hillary Clinton, could not stand her. I, that was one politician that I just, there was no way I was ever going to get behind her. Cause Anybody I hated, with sense don't like her anyway. So. I hated Hillary with every fiber of my being. She was the head figure of all the corruption in and, D.C. And if you talk a lot of Secret Service men that was with her, they'll tell you. With she Joe, did not want them around. I mean, she was so nasty with everybody. With Joe, I just feel bad because I don't dislike Joe Biden as a person or a politician. Well, you got to feel bad for him because he has a mental problem that needs to be taken care of and you're right. abusing his position there. And I, mean. I think we, we've talked about that before, so I don't want right. to stay on it too right. long. But there's yeah. something wrong with Joe Biden's brain. Well, we all know that. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You can't keep on but track. But if this shit tanks him, we're going to get four more years of Trump. And four more years of Democrats attacking Trump. Yeah. So what's... Hey, let's play a game. What's next? After Donald Trump wins the election, and the Democrats try the whole, oh, it was corrupt, it was chaos, and he stole it. After that, and after they blame Russia again. Again, they, they've already stuck, started What will be that. the next big thing they go after? Because I mean, they tried to impeach him you over know, a phone call. Impeachment. They already said, that. oh, well, we're going to impeach him every well, damn day until we get him out of office. They already tried it over a phone call. So, I was texting with a friend of mine. I am surprised he hasn't got JFK'd. I'm I'm seriously, I mean, they've tried impeachment. They've tried going after him. They've tried attacking his family. They've tried going we're after. We're talking his high level people, you know. And uh, and if he's going to rewind it again, I'm like, I'm really shocked that we haven't got a headline breaking news that Donald Trump got assassinated. I mean, even Ronald Reagan got hit by a bullet. And I'm not calling for that because I think it would be a tragedy. I don't care who the president is. And he was a well-liked president. I mean, And I talked about this before on a show when he came out that he had COVID. I don't mm -hmm. care who the president is or what side of the aisle no, you don't on. wish nothing bad on nobody. You don't want the president of the United States to die in office. And for anybody to get out there and say, I wish they die from it, there's something wrong with them. I mean, for I saying that. I disagreed with almost every position Obama had, but I never wanted him to be killed. It's okay to not like somebody, but why wish death on somebody? 
How, how, I mean, come on. Well, Jesus but, Christ. I'm, we're talking about the president. The president's the most powerful position, the most important person on the Should planet. Should be well-respected no matter who it was, who it is. And I don't care if it was Obama or if it was, even if Hillary had got elected, I would not have wanted her to die right. as president. Exactly. I don't think our country should ever have to endure that kind of national tragedy. I mean, what you think and what you say is two different things, of course. So. But you had a I mean, ton of these people coming out wishing that Donald Trump would die from COVID. Mm-hmm. You had celebrities coming out there, you know, that were tweeting that, oh, well, we hope he has a long recovery. And Nancy Pelosi trying to, you know, sort of mention it. Oh, well, we can talk about the 25th because the mm. drugs that he's on could make him just completely erratic and not right. act I mean, right. You got to enact the, what, 25th, 26th Amendment. I'm just like, they've tried everything. They've thrown everything they can at Donald Trump. we got to get him out of the office. Bad man orange. Yeah. I'm surprised that nobody's taking a shot at the bad orange goblin king. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure the FBI has thwarted you know probably hundreds. Well, of yes, they have, have talked about it. I was watching a special on uh, Newsmax the other day where they actually have thwarted quite a bit. Well, we just Service. saw the big breaking headline like well two weeks ago about the governor in Michigan. Right, the FBI broke up that ring. Yeah, you have not heard one story breaking. Four years with Trump of any group mm, getting together trying, trying to take to him something out. Like it. Not one. And I'm like, that's amazing to me that they him and Obama to... both never have. Because Obama, I mean, and we're, if we're going to talk about racism, we have to admit it's there. Right. I'm surprised that no crazy ass cracker pickerwood redneck I never <laughs> took a shot at Obama. Oh, yeah. God, get that black man out of office. He's going to yeah. ruin it for us white folks. Exactly. I mean, not yeah. once. And thank you. I'm I'm glad no little pecker whatever got crazy and took him out. But right. I, at the same time, I don't want someone to take out Trump or the, whoever the next president is. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. I don't. I don't want the United States as a country to ever have to deal with the, the assassination of a president, and especially in our split culture right now. Mm-hmm. Our split culture right now. The assassination. You'd have so many people jeer, jeering and cheering. It would immediately break out into violence in the street. Yeah. Well, when Obama came president, the Secret Service had to step up their, uh, you know, security stuff. I mean, I was watching, like I said, watching a special about that. And he was the most protected president. He ever. was. He was one of the most protected, and it's gotten worse since then. I mean, I, I guess with Trump now, it's even more. I well, mean, if Trump would shut the fuck up sometimes, he probably wouldn't bring so much on himself. Yeah, he, he does tend to 
get out there and push the issue a little bit. He know? pushes every, and that's that's a problem with Trump. And I, y'all know that I've said it on here before that I wouldn't want the guy to barbecue, and I think he's an asshole. And I've said before I think he needs to shut up sometimes because the press are liars. They're terrible people. But he has an opinion that he has to tweet as the president of the United States about everything. Mm-hmm. We give them, think of it, a nuclear scientist, and they won't give us a hostages. I mean, it can be. I kind of agree with you. If he would just tone it down, you know, stop all that, it I'm wouldn't su- be nowhere near the push that people are doing. I'm surprised he never tweeted between the grizzly bear versus the gorilla argument. And by the way, they said I won the debate. Is that nice? Is that nice? Yeah. I'm surprised he never chimed in on that know, shit. Which was more dangerous, do you think? Well, you know, hey. I mean, he takes shots at everybody. Even like C-list celebrities he'll take shots at them. Try getting it out. Get it out. I mean, I don't know if you're going to put this on television, but you don't even know what you're talking about. Try getting it out. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sometimes, he, you know, he never, he does not have the ability to rise above the fray. Mm-hmm. He can't. And that's an argument that I'll agree with people on the left is Donald Trump does not act like a president that, or what we've ever looked at as a president. Well, he, he isn't really political like most of them are. You know, it's not even so much the political. He just doesn't act presidential. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not. He's an asshole. Well, he, he's he's like I said, businessman. He's a, and the media. Look at all those people back there, scavengers. They're like scavengers. I mean, what you hear business people do. You know, you hear stories about how that Grant was difficult to deal with as a right. president. Yeah, and that Jackson was an asshole. But we're mm-hmm. seeing it live in living color on mm. wall-to-wall coverage. And yeah, Donald Trump's an asshole. Yeah, and sometimes he just needs to shut the fuck up. You got to let me speak though, Frank, because you interrupt all the time. Okay. You need some PR. I mean, there's times <laughs> that I can get help it. him. That he will listen to. <laughs> and you would think, but that, you know, as president, he would Or his handlers out of, you know. He's got no handlers. It doesn't seem like it. And I think that's the problem. It with might Donald. be it. Yeah, he, he doesn't. There he's is, his own handler. You there's know? no filter. There's nobody. He just, he won't let anyone pull the strings. Right. And he has to just have a fucking argument and a fight with everybody that comes along. Yeah. And like I said, you know, just bullshit C-list celebrities, he'll be tweeting at them. Yeah. You know, I'm like, so why does the President of the United States care what LeBron James thinks? You yeah. know, he'll tweet back, ha ha, LeBron, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. why the fuck do you care? And I get the argument from people on that. Yeah. But I'm like, at the end of the day, before the virus hit, the economy was doing fantastic. Military was funded. Mm-hmm. He's working on fucking peace treaties with countries in the Middle East. If he just stick to all that, there's stay a lot twi- Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> he did a lot of great good things for this fucking country. But yeah, but he man publicly, he kind of gives us a black eye. Yeah, but Joe Biden's not any better. No, no. he he'd just get ran over for the first three weeks before he strokes out. And then we got Kamala Harris. Oh, Lord. And the idea of Kamala Harris as president makes my butthole pucker. And not in a good way. I mean, if you're listening, if you if you know about the, the stances that Kamala Harris has on all the positions that she's taken. And look at her background. How can you even remotely feel comfortable with the idea how that can she could be running like the country? somebody that put so many people through hell? I mean. Innocent sh- people at that. And she is as far left as it gets. Very far left. I mean, I mean, she, her group, her supporters, and she was urging them to go up to Minneapolis and bail out the protesters and the rioters and the ones who were causing pretty problems. much promoting. I mean, she was bailing them stuff, out. You know, hey, yes, we need you to be, do more. You got to get our message across. 
And I'm just like, she. What message is that? Tear things would, up, burn things, kill people. She Come would, on. She would just be a prequel to when AOC is ready to run for president. Mm-hmm. I think there's something more here than we're not seeing. Of course, you know who's pulling the strings here. I mean, somebody, you know, they're puppets, no doubt. But how does a freshman congresswoman get so much power so quickly? So quickly, there's there's somebody pushing this. How does she go from being a bartender to being exactly one of the most vocal, outspoken? I mean, Democrats, and she's a Congress. She's not even a senator. She gets you know, a two-year term, any, and she has to get reelected. Anybody that sits there and actually had to listen to her, she doesn't make much sense either. I mean, what she comes off with. She is she is the absolute worst of the worst because all she wants to do is play on feelings. Mm. She doesn't care about well, facts. That's, that's a Democrat way or any reality. Your, your emotions is what she's matters. She's the worst. Facts of the don't worst. matter. How you I, you hurt my feelings? I'm the victim. Like her comments that Donald Trump doesn't even respect the dying wishes of a Ruth Gaten. Which is hearsay to start with. I'm like, because her dying wish is fucking irrelevant to the cause. It doesn't really, it's not in the Constitution about somebody's last dying wishes to start with. She's another one that could get a weekly fucking nomination for the Carol Baskin Oh, yes. Week, AOC. We, we ought to uh, consider her nomination. But that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to go outside just the obvious, you know. Right. Because it'd be easy for it to be Nancy or AOC or Omar. Well, we or, do need somebody new, you know. Yeah, but I mean, with Somebody. Kamala being vice president, she's—I mean, I don't know how I couldn't nominate her. Again, folks, uh, nominations for the bitch of the week—we'd love to hear them. Who's your favorite pick? There's a lot of them out there. We want—we want somebody that's really in there that really deserves. It. I would like to hear from Onyx the Fortuitous, the weird Detroit guy, about who he th- would pick for the bitch of the week. <laughs> I bet he would pick the fucking shift manager Masha, at crazy the, guy from Detroit. Yep, yeah. He can't stand his shift manager Masha. I bet he would nominate her. I could just carry him now. Yeah. Well, <sighs> folks, I'm gonna throw on a little bit of a, a fake news coverage with. You know, Onyx the Fortunus, a shout out yes, to him. Yes, let's can, hear a little from him. You can find him on YouTube, and I'm going to go ahead and... He's our end, man of the hour. We're going to go ahead and let this one end out with uh, some news coverage about a sinkhole up in Detroit. Yes, that was an excellent one. Love puppets. We love you. Take care. We'll see you on the next one. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. A massive sinkhole, at least 25 feet wide and several feet deep. The images are startling, and the fear for passing drivers is very real. We were just driving down Shane, and the next thing you know, we just missed this giant sinkhole. It's amazing that we didn't fall in. Pastor Barry Randolph and his niece narrowly missing the huge hole as they drove down Shane near Medbury. At the time, the sinkhole wasn't marked, alerting them and other drivers to the danger. I thought perhaps the gateway to the other side had finally crinkled and cracked, opening up a future passageway in the middle of Chain Street to be able above bungalow many, many miles down. As I stared into the darkened void, imagining the hordes of devils soon to spring forth, I couldn't help but ponder. How deep does that hole go? Neighbors say crews were out here last Friday to patch the roadway. Then this happened sometime today. You can also see all that water gushing out of there. And I don't know how deep it is, but somebody could have been seriously hurt. Within an hour of alerting Detroit's Water and Sewage Department to the caving roadway, crews arrived to begin repairs. For on this hallowed day, sweet, sweet Mama Earth opened up her gaping and gaseous orifice to finally allow the darkened one to claw his way out of the shadow zone and into our luminescent heavyside lair, like Kruger into the Thompson's tub, and my consciousness is Nancy's open thighs. I don't know. I can only hope my vexed savior ascends.
and that my servitude to the one true maestro of mayhem can finally be proclaimed. Choke me, devil daddy, choke me. Pastor Barry, a man of God, believes it's a miracle he and others didn't get hurt. God is good. I can't believe that either. And I mean, we just missed it. That was truly scary. Through the holographic plane of existence that flickers and fades, like an Alfre run watched at 3 o'clock in the morning whilst your sleeping stepdad slumbers and snores, I now see this world as evanescent as I lock eyes with the legion of the underworld who will stand shoulder to shoulder with me and see me as more than Mark who works at Arby's, see me as the true soldier of Samhain that I really am, and together we will chant into the bright and fray, stepdads be damned, and naysayers be gone, for I am the prince of Purgatoria, I am the infernal firstborn son of Lucifer, I am Gordon Shumway the rogue, last son of Melmac and the luckies of this world didn't even stand a chance. I don't know. Holes are pretty cool. And we are so thankful that no one was hurt in all of this. We're told the sinkhole is the result of an 18-inch water main break. Given the scope for the repairs needed, this job could take a couple days before it is complete. For now, we're live on the city's east side. Back to you.